Postmodern Art Podcast, the podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wowing the world over the platform they deserve. I am your host, Nathan Raglan, and I believe today's episode calls for a celebration. Today we have Nathan Raglan, the host of the Postmodern Art Podcast, a rising podcast highlighting outstanding artists. No, this is this is a, a glitch in the matrix. You see, I decided for fun as a way to celebrate the guests that have been on this past year, each and every single amazing one that has been on here. I decided to flip the script and have my guests interview me. So if they wanted to, I had my guests send me a question. Some of them sent multiple ones, but for the sake of the length of the podcast, I only had to select one. I apologize ahead of time. But I had guests send me questions, and I decided to take the time to answer them. Luckily, I have my wonderful producer, Maria, a.k.a. Tipsy J. Hart. Which, by the way, if you don't already know, Tipsy has a Patreon, which you should absolutely subscribe to. Link will be in the description below. Who's there to help me out with going through these questions and such. And I hope that, nevertheless, I hope you guys at least enjoy the interview. I felt like it was a fun way of letting everyone know that I appreciate them. In a way, it's it's my way for thanking everyone that has been involved for letting me stumble through my questions to them by trying to stumble through their questions for me. Trust me, if it feels like I'm not exactly expressing enough when it comes to the love and appreciation for you guys, I will and I I will throughout this entire podcast, but I do want to say real quickly that I cannot thank each and every one of you enough, both guests and viewers of the podcast alike, for taking some time out of your week to show some love and support for some of your favorite artists. And some of my favorite artists, too. This podcast would not be where it is without you guys. Everyone that's involved. I hope this podcast is a show of that appreciation. Both of the year that I've had and the years to come. I sincerely want you guys to understand that this podcast wouldn't be here without the people involved. Whether it be... You, the listener, taking the time, the hour, hour and a half, two hours, to listen to these incredible artists talk about their passion, or the guests taking, you know, the at least hour and a half or two hours out of the day to be a part of this silly little experiment that I'm doing, more than anything else. In a premature way, trust me, I'll be expressing it a lot more throughout the podcast, I want to thank everyone. I really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. As a special thank you to the fans, I wanted to give you guys a little additional gift. If you go to the merch shop at pmap.creator-spring.com, you'll be able to check out a wide variety of items that you'll be able to rep the podcast, and at checkout, if you use the code PMAP1, that's the number one, you'll get 25% off of your order. Nice little anniversary celebration sale to let you guys know that I appreciate you, and if you love the podcast, show that love, especially for the past year that we've been able to do, and hopefully show support for the years to come. So that's going to pmap.creator-spring.com. And hey, if you want to go a little further with that celebration, tell me some of your favorite moments, or tell me some of your favorite parts, whether it be on Twitter using the hashtag PMAP1, that's the number one, or PMAP anniversary. We'll figure something out. I'm sure you guys will. Or you can check out the Apocalypse Podcast Network Discord server where I'll be hanging. You can personally tell me some of your favorite parts. And, you know, maybe you can stick around. We can share memes. You know, have some fun there. Speaking of the network, 
let's hear about another incredible podcast in the Apocalypse Podcast Network. The camera zooms in on me. So we get some high-proof alcohol. We get gasoline. Anything that says... What makes our lives worth living is our mortality. If there were not mortality, we wouldn't be passionate. Luckily for me, most of the beauty pageants that I've um, participated in don't... I've done my fair share of blood. I've always liked showing myself off naked. Got up out of the seat, walked to me, and then slapped me. Spontaneous conversation with people from around the world on Stranger Than Christian. Available on your favorite podcast app and at StrangerThanChristian.com. And now, without further ado, please enjoy the Postmodern Art Podcast. Three, two, one. Hello, welcome to the Postmodern Art Podcast 50th episode. Yay! Yay. I am your lovely host slash producer, Tipsy J. Hart. And here is my special guest, our our special guest is slash host in oh well shit i fucked it up <laughs> we're gonna keep it in here just keep rolling just keep rolling no <laughs> yes <laughs> can this be our technical difficulty sure sure this could be the technical difficulty <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to like write something down? Because that's what I usually do whenever I have. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. Okay. Oh shit! Wait. I should. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. I got it. Hold on. Wait. Oh. Wait. Okay. Wait. Yeah, I'm. I'm good now. I don't know what I'm doing with my hands. Hello, welcome to the postmodern art podcast. A fiftieth episode, yay! With your special host and producer, Tipsy J Hart, and today's special guest, including but not the least, <coughs> he is the host of the Postmodern Art Podcast Show, an award-winning director. He's Doctor F in the Merlin Games, and he is known as the Chameleon, and he is also a really dear friend of mine and just the absolute best but also the absolute worst man go check yourself <laughs> this is nathan raglan give it up for him <laughs> jesus has the podcast reached this low to where i'm the only guest available okay i see how it's good <laughs> Uh, I mean, I was trying to, I thought we would do something big for the 50th episode, and I thought we could vouch for, I don't know, Tyler the Creator, or, you know, something like that. But, you know, I guess I'll, I I think I'll do fine. Thank you for giving me the opportunity, Tipsy. Well, you know, you just came at me, and you just said, hey, let's do the 50th episode, and I'm like, sure, why not? I have a lot going on in my mind. Well, I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh God! Uh, so how uh, how does it feel to be doing the fiftieth episode and such? Uh, so many different emotions: uh, regret, depression. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it, it feels great because more than anything else, I have heard several statistics out there that talk about podcasts only being like x amount of episodes like 7 10 like most of them don't get past that so the fact that we're at 50 tells me i'm doing something right you know 
Yeah, honestly, like, um, well, I've never listened to a podcast uh, show before up until like, um, well, yours is technically my first podcast show I ever Aww. listened to. And, you know, I enjoyed it. And I also like, well, I was like, kind of like helping out as so, uh, subtly as subtle as possible being like, hey, you should invite this. And then you brought me along as your producer. That might be either your biggest mistake or your best decision. Either way, I'm a part of it. I just want to say you should actually be thanking my uh, podcast network head, Joanna Van Thyme. Whenever I first was a part of the podcast network, she like whenever I brought you into that Discord server, the Apocalypse Podcast Network Discord server, which you all, you all should be a part of. Um, Whenever I brought you in, like she was asking, so who is this tipsy person? Is she a producer? I'm like, she's someone that has helped me out greatly and someone that is a very big family. She's like, well, you should bring her on as a producer. I'm like, you know, I don't know why I didn't think of that before. Yeah, you're right. So <laughs> thank you, Joanna, for the suggestion, but thank you, Tipsy, for dealing with my BS 90% of the time. <laughs> it's it's all good. There you I, go. I say this with sincerity, but now that um, – that's out of the way. I got to ask you the most important question coming from the lovely producer, uh, Tipsy J. Hartz. Okay. And so the most important question is, how are you doing? You know, I'm doing all right, all things considered. I, I started a new job this past week, which is why there's a scheduling rechange, if people notice from last week's episode. Uh, the Kevin Temmer episode, but I mean, nevertheless, you know, I'm starting a new job, getting that readjusted, but like I said before, I'm excited to get this episode out there and I'm excited for the future of the podcast. And my second most important question to you is, do you believe in propane and propane accessories? That's a you real have to think about it. I, I, no, it's it's one of those. It's not that I have to think about whether I do. It's whether I, I need to think about how I need to express it. Because I don't know about you, but propane and propane accessories are some of the most essential parts of our society. Our society would literally crash and burn without it. Or with it. But more or less without it. You know, I don't even know what propane is. So it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's like, I, just I, I believe it's like a base of like natural gas and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I just think it's just like I, I was thinking it's like one of those like tanks where it's like you know it's like a tank of helium but instead of helium it's just gas I, mm, mm, you know what this isn't a science podcast this is an art podcast <laughs> cool but, <laughs> but um yeah let's uh do you want to just start off the questions and stuff yeah, uh yeah uh for those who have no idea didn't listen to the intro that i already gave to this um i decided instead of you know bringing on a guest for this podcast i had all the guests from the past season if they wanted to ask me a question so maria you got the questions what do they want to know all right so we have a bunch of questions from our uh previous guests our lovely previous guests and so the first question is from antonio fair i'm so sorry um if you could only take one type of art to a deserted island, what would you take and why? I don't mean one piece of art, specific album, specific book, and specific movie. I mean one type of art, music, video games, film, literature. 
See, this is actually like a really, really good question. Like, I did not expect this kind of question when I asked people, what kind of questions do you have? I think I know the answer, but Maria, I'm gonna flip the on you for a second. Do you have an maybe. answer? Yeah, just for this one, or maybe. Well, I'm not the guest. Okay. The, okay, okay. You well, can't just come at me like that. Okay, fine. If I answer it first, will you be more than happy to answer it as well? Yes. Okay, because I thought about this for a good bit whenever I got this question, and my honest answer is music more than anything else. Because, okay. because, like, with a lot of visual forms, like, what you have is basically right there. Like, you could probably expand on that, yes, but, like, what you have, it's there. Meanwhile, music is more or less, like, a gateway, at least for me, it's a gateway to, like, the imagination more than anything else. Because, like, I can put, di like, with different songs, I can put different people and different perspectives just based on what it's talking about. Or I could put, like, the artists themselves, like, for me personally, music gets really visual for me at times, you know? Like, I, yeah. I, I feel like it would be the best for me to kind of expand my creativity and not make me go completely insane if I'm able to think of, like, incredible scenarios and relax to different scenarios. Yeah. And, like, I, I totally get what you mean and stuff like that, because that's, um... I, I mean, I, I don't know how long, um, you... Uh, you notice and stuff, but like most of the art that I make, including the animations, they're always based off of the music I would hear and like right? uh, the inspiration behind it and such. So uh, I would say music, but I'm also like mm, maybe film, maybe film and stuff, maybe film. Just because like if I'm stuck in a deserted island, I mean I can't just like watch the sunset like every day and stuff like that. Nature is like all the time i mean like i need a break you know <laughs> nature is too much for me i swear <laughs> <laughs> the sun yeah i can live without it <laughs> said every person that lives inside their entire life ever <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah that's um honestly okay um God, it's hard on my end, but um, if I have to pick one, uh, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. If somebody could just toss like a huge ass television at the desert island and I'm just watching films, then I'll be fine. You know, I don't need food, shelter, and water. I just need my good like PBS. Let's take a time about PBS of all the things. <laughs> like you could you could pick Netflix, Amazon, Hulu Plus. <laughs> like come on. No, I mean like you know PBS. It's just it's just a great learning channel. It is. And I, I need to learn a lot. You know. <laughs> Tonight on PBS, how to build a raft. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight on PBS, um, some chick with a big ass television has yet to contact for help. <laughs> it's like freaking they come to you to interview. Would you like to please leave uh, after this program? It's getting really interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just wait a second. I'm, I'm seeing like what the, what the fuck is like a mud skipper? <laughs> <laughs> mud skipper. There you go. <laughs> You know, I had, what was it? There was a film festival that I went to. I, I don't know why Mudskeeper made me think this. There was a film festival that my school actually hosted. And one of the films that we had eventually premiered on PBS called, uh, what was it? Like, uh, 
rats of unusual size, I think is what it was called, or something along the lines of that. Let's talk about these, like, basically just or rodents of unusual size, I think it was. Oh, but, but it's like these big-ass rats that are basically eating up New Orleans, like, basically infrastructure, like, with the swamps and shit. Like, they literally deteriorate the ground and all stuff like that. It's a good documentary, if I just remembered the name of it. You know, I just... I just, I just YouTube that shit. Well, there you but, go. There you go. But um, moving right along, so we have a second question from Charles uh, Brew Baker, and he is asking, favorite animal? Hmm. 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 Oddly enough, I'm gonna have to say the giraffe. Giraffe. Yes. Giraffe is just a per- I I don't know what it is, but it's one of those like I'm more or less amazed at the marvel that is a giraffe because how in the fuck does something have a long neck like that and not become an easy target for something like a lion or something along the lines of that? Like how is it still alive and thriving? Like I get the long neck gives it the advantage of like eating trees that are super up high and such, but Right. In the animal kingdom of, you know, predator eats prey, how is that not the biggest target in the world? Okay, I'm going to have to stop you right there because, like, I will say giraffes are the most intimidating fuckers that I have ever <laughs> met in the animal kingdom. I'm sorry. Next to a fucking uh, killer whale and stuff like that, have you seen an up-close giraffe? Up-close, no. God, they're they're like living dinosaurs, and it's like the size of their head is well. I can't obviously like stretch out my. It's this big. Jesus. This big, and it's like God when you're just feeding them and stuff. It's like it's like their whole mouth just wants to like at you, but that's not how it works for a giraffe. But it's like, dear Lord, I. God, it's so it's so big, and it's like I was just only meeting the head of the giraffe. Okay, I didn't even stand next to it, and I'm I'm so scared of standing next to a giraffe. It's it's insane. <laughs> like I've seen like I've seen a bunch of videos of just of just giraffes just new, <laughs> and mind you, yes, these these fuckers are angry and aggressive Jesus. at some point. Yeah, you you think giraffes are gentle giant creatures? Well, I, no, man. I never said they were gentle giants. I'm just saying that they are giants and they are modern marvels more than anything else. That is why I love the giraffe. That is why it's my favorite animal. Uh, well, I think they are like they're nice looking and they are definitely it's really cool. I guess feeding a giraffe, but would you want me to stand next to a giraffe? Hell no, I. I'm I'm okay I'm okay with the idea of never standing next to one, but you know, fun fact, uh, giraffe wise, like, uh, I remember 2019 on my birthday, there was a baby giraffe born on my birthday. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah, it was in like Six Flags and stuff, and it was like, uh, like, cause all the giraffes were kind of like moving in one direction, and we were all like kind of confused about it, and like. Uh, one of the people working there were like, oh, uh, these giraffes are moving because they know that uh, one of the giraffes there are, like, giving birth. And I'm like, holy shit. On my birthday? <laughs> Surprise, baby giraffe. Good luck. Take care of it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Um, I'm going to name it Guillermo. 
<laughs> Guillermo the giraffe. Okay. Guillermo the giraffe. <laughs> just, just give it a more generic name. This is Greg. Greg the giraffe. No, no. I, I never go basic names with like anything. Like, have you met my, um, have you met my plants? Like, you, they I have... have not. No. Okay. Um. This. Hold on. This is my um. This is my plant um named Jerome. Love him. I would sorry, um, sorry. Time out. I know it's a llama, but I would name it Al the, the alpaca giraffe. Or alpaca. What the fuck is alpaca giraffe? The alpaca plants. <laughs> Listen, okay, like this is a Jerome. Okay, that's the Jerome. <laughs> this is a Jerome, and no matter what anybody says, including my friends, this is a real plant. That's the end of it. But anyway, but that's nice that you think that, um, well, not that you think that a giraffe is your favorite animal. It's very nice. What about yours? My favorite? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, geez, I have three. Um, like I love fennec foxes. I think they're cute. Um, they're little spazzes <laughs> like me. And they're just absolutely adorable with their big ears. Um, sorry. Um, <laughs> I love, I, I love hyenas and stuff. I think they're cool. Um, cool creatures. Uh, that I said three. I lied. It's actually four. Um, and for anybody that knows me very well, um, I love goats. There you go. Yeah, if that isn't obvious, I don't know what is. Just your little Nemo hanging out right there. Yeah, uh, there he is, my son. And <laughs> and then like um, my last favorite is definitely a flamingo. There you go. I'm surprised there wasn't a surprise fifth of the unicorn. Um. <laughs> you know, perhaps, but <laughs> I'm more connected with a. Like, you know, a goat can be a unicorn, so why not? There you go. They're, they are technically a two-horned uh, unicorn, sure. so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, moving right along. Uh, oh, so we actually have an interesting one from uh, Wiley Coyote. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so uh, can you sing? If so, will you sing for us? <clears throat> As a voice actor, what's your uh, what's your biggest goals? Ooh, see, that's a good one because I have been trying to tap into the voice acting realm, and even then, already beginning with you know having basically the role of Doctor F in the Chameleon by former guest Antonio Freire is a good goal. The fact that I'm in a video game is a good goal. I want to eventually be part of like a like legit series at some point like i don't need to i don't think i'm ever be in the same league as like a rob paulson or a maurice lamarge mark hamill like the big name voice actors if i could like make a good living off of voice acting and be in some like legit roles whether it be anime you know voiceover voice acting for animation whether it be disney cartoon network nickelodeon if i could get to there at some point that's my ultimate goal that is what I'm happy with. Honestly, like, you do have, like, you do have a very good range, according to, like, um, most of the stuff I've been hearing from you. Aww. 
I appreciate that. Yeah, and I'm not just saying that because uh, I'm your friend and slash producer, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean you can be blunt with me. I, I you don't have to hide it. But I am blunt with you. I don't. <laughs> I don't get paid to be blunt. You're getting paid? <laughs> Am I? So <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you do have like an interesting range and um honestly like it's I, I mean it's just the same way when it comes to like not not the same way, but in a way it's like kind of like how like artists um goals and such. Like, you know, you gotta always like start out small and then you just work your way into like trying to reach to your goals and stuff it always takes like the small projects and if you if you do somehow like make it to the big projects and stuff like that uh, ahead of time then like you know that's great oh yeah but it's always it's always like um based off from other voice actors like advice and stuff they always uh they always say like you know sometimes even those small projects and stuff are the ones that like really get you started I mean, again, with some of the small projects I've been able to, like, dip into already, I'm already amazed with myself. Like I said, I am the lead voice for an independent video game. That's an achievement that I don't think I'll ever, like, at this point, if I don't go anything past that, I'm happy. But even then, like, you know, small bits with uh, Mayhem voicing Chorus, which is up there. Uh, voicing Proxies uh, student film, which I hope to see at some point. Um... Voicing in a audio podcast with the Waystation. I mean, the fact that I've had, like, little small bits like that, like, that's a good start, at least in my opinion, and I'm hoping it doesn't slow down at some point. I don't think so either. I mean, like, um, you know, you've been going and such, and it it sounds like, I mean, like, also knowing, too, like, it, it just sounds like you're on the right path and stuff, and I hope that more opportunities do come to you and maybe even a really big one. I hope so as well. And by the way, for anyone out there that's interested, I am available for voice acting. You just hit me up on any Twitter or Instagram or something like that. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, gotta self-advertise. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So uh, we have a Smith. And the question is, what's your favorite and least favorite power about the job. Why did I pronounce that so weird? <laughs> Art. Be- because brain empty, only mojitos. Um, anyways. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Okay, favorite and least favorite part of the job. Uh, I'll go ahead and start with the least favorite. Looking at the analytics after the fact. Because that's the part that like kills me every single time. Like It, sh- it shouldn't get to me as much as it should because I know that this isn't going to be a big, this is a big venture yet or whatnot. But even then, like I've had episodes with amazing guests and such and like the conversation I've had, I love and I cherish. And yet some of them are some of the least watched or least listened to episodes. Um, don't get me wrong. Like that doesn't take away as much as my favorite part, but like, it's still a part that at least in the back of my head, I'm like, Come on, man. What am I doing? This? Am I allowed to say something about that? Go for it. Um, I should be in charge of like probably like uploading your videos and stuff, <laughs> especially the fact that after I discover you didn't even know how to use the proper hashtags. Oh, no, 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 no. Let me explain. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Let, let, let me, let me, let me, let me say my piece and then you can keep going because you're right. You're right. 
I was stupid because I thought the tags was the same thing as the hashtags. I now realize they're two separate things. I understand. I appreciate that. Thank you. But go on. I guess that's it. Okay. <laughs> I And you know what? For future reference, what? especially if you start noticing the videos now, they have hashtags now. I'm going to make sure that they're hashtags. Hopefully that will help with searches more than anything else. So that people who may not already know about the podcast can eventually know. But even then, like the analytics and all that stuff, like all that, you know, extra pizzazz, you know, the thing that makes the world go around. That's why it's partially the least favorite part for me, because I shouldn't be so swamped up with it. Because my favorite part about this job, this podcast, is the people that I get to bring on on a weekly basis more than anything else. I'm talking to incredible people every single week that I admire one aspect for another. Or the ones that Maria appreciates that I eventually get to appreciate thanks to her. Willwood especially. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's the shining example. But, I mean, if you had told me a year ago when I started this thing that you're going to be talking to someone who co-wrote one of the best online animated things of all time, one of the biggest names when it comes to underground music at this moment... Um, a wrestler that you love and admire, uh, several creators that are creating the stuff that you love and admire, and the director for your childhood favorite show. If you told me a year ago that's what I do, I'd be like, <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's incredible. The conversations that I have and the fact that these people are opening up to me and allowing me to basically be a part of that world for even just, you know, an hour or so. That's what I love about this more than anything else. Every single conversation. That's why I try to encourage people to listen because I want them to be as invested as I am with this stuff. Honestly, like that's um that that's one of the reasons why I like um watching your podcast and stuff. Besides having the cool people on and stuff, you just always have like such enthusiasm and such actual like um it is actually just pure like wholesomeness and just pure like real enthusiasm from like the artists that like express like their passions and then the works that they do and even like their side projects that they don't get the chance to talk about much or they are just currently working on it exactly i mean that's part of the reason why i wanted to do this podcast because i wanted to basically just shower the world with these incredible people doing their incredible stuff and let them know if they don't already know hey check out this cool shit like that's that's what it comes to at the end of the day. Check out this cool stuff that I love. You should love it too. I mean, you know, I do have one advice for you about your least favorite part. And that is that I gave you. And that is that is don't look at the analytics. An analytics. See? I I mean, I yes, you're right. I shouldn't, but at the same time, I it's the way that like some of these things are like set up. It's like the first thing you see when you open up the app. And I want to make sure that like if nothing else, especially when I open up the YouTube one, hey, someone left a comment. I want to respond to that comment. That's the main thing. That's part of the analytics? Yeah, that's listed in there. I thought that's just notifications. You know what? I don't know much about YouTube except when I upload my videos and stuff like that. Well, you see what it is, it's not just like 
YouTube, there's a separate phone app that I use that's uh, YouTube Studios. That's how you can get all oh. the analytics and all like you can see the comments that people leave on your videos and such. And it'll let you know, hey, this video is such and such. This video has this many views. This is your general audience or whatnot. Oh, you yeah. know, the more you know, I guess. Exactly. Plus, you can look at that stuff like on the desktop version when you click on your videos. Like if you're logged in. Click on your videos on the left side when you open it up, and you'll see like all the analytics there. But you probably, you know, everyone's a little different. <laughs> yeah, we are all we are all special in our own way. Yes, thank you, I Ace, guess. for that question. <laughs> thank you. All right, so here's our uh, lovely question from the lovely person, Andy Garner Flexner. Hey, dude. Hey. So, what's your favorite podcast episode, and what did you enjoy about it? Ah, uh, God, this is a tough one. It's like asking me to choose my favorite child, but I don't have any kids. Um, Why would that be? Why are you? That, like, because each episode is my child. There you go. That's how I'm going to word that. All right? Because they're all wonderful in their own sense, and they they each got something that's unique and creative. Uh, I'm going to give two answers for this one, all right? Okay. Well, as in one of them is the most memorable for me and the other one's my favorite to go my favorite to go back and listen to. Um the most memorable one for me has to be Joe Horn, the director of Class of 3000 because okay. that straight up like this like I have said before, this guy basically like developed my childhood more than anything else cuz Class of 3000 had a major impact on me growing up with the, the different art styles that it established and the the characters, how unique they were and all this different kind of stuff. So uh, the fact that I got to talk to the person that basically helped mold it into the show that it was from the raw ideas of Andre 3000, like that was like surreal for me to listen to. It was a nightmare scenario because, because I was stupid on how to record in person when I had three of my friends with me talking on the phone with Joe who didn't have, who was like recording on his phone. So you know how fun that is. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, but like nevertheless, the fact that I got to talk to him, like that's the one that's going to stick with me. And the fact that I was able to bring on some of my close friends with uh, Alex Foster, Jay Brinson, and Richard Williamson to, to talk with him, like, that was also surreal for me. But my favorite one to go back and listen to is mm -hmm. uh, is Dave Capdeville, mainly because, like, just, just because, uh, like, the conversation itself, like, there are times to where, like, at least for me, most of it is not a podcast. It's a conversation. And that's what I try to strive for with the podcast for it to feel like a conversation that you listen to. Like the, the way that the conversation just flowed with us and like how ridiculous and goofy it got. I, I don't know if that's a testament of how Dave is as a person, but nevertheless, like I enjoyed going back to listen to that one. Okay. That's a good answer. Yeah. Do you have a personal favorite? Oh yeah. Uh so my personal favorite, um it's it's definitely like the one with like a Jane Gumball. Hey Jane. And it's I, I always like love listening to her and her stories and stuff. I, I, I always love it because um she she has like her own like universe going on, especially with the world of Nod and I just love hearing about like stuff of behind the scenes of how uh 
from how it starts to how it's finished and what's coming up next because she's never done that's so amazing is that she's never done telling stories and that's what i admire about her um and yeah she's just absolutely uh amazing and uh yeah aj you're amazing (laughs) is that the first one that i did with her the second one that's your favorite um or is it just both I was just both. There you has go. Jake. And uh, second favorite episode. Uh, well, I second favorite episode is definitely. Oh God, that's hard. Um, I'm surprised you can just go with the easy answer of the one that I was on. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's definitely every episode that featured me, and it's 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 a great episode anytime i'm around and stuff because it's just absolutely chaos you know what i'm actually gonna say this and you might agree with me on this the original will wood interview was a great one that we had um not 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 like the the one that i was stupid and the earphone got disconnected halfway through and we lost half of it not saying that the second time wasn't that bad like because it was still a great interview nevertheless but that first run through that we had like the way that flowed and shit oh, i wish everyone could hear that one i i still want to get you <laughs> i know <laughs> If I ever see your face, I'm just like, oh, Mason, oh, my God, hi, dude. And then I'm just like, Mason. It's like, why are you choking me in the neck? Why are you hugging my neck? You know what you did. (laughs) I'm never going to tell you. (laughs) I'll know. That's the thing. You'll know. Oh goodness! Like I, I feel so bad for that one, but like it was still, it was still a good interview. Like nevertheless, through and through. Yeah, I, well, I'm just like I'm. I, I was just so glad like uh, Will was willing to like uh, join in the podcast and stuff because that um not that like you know he wouldn't say no and stuff, but it's just like he's so busy and stuff like that, and the fact that he took his time just to even like. Uh, be a part of the podcast not once but twice yeah. uh, because of the uh, incident that happened and that's just like he's such a sweetheart I, I cannot appreciate that man enough for doing that. that That he was really a lifesaver for that oh yeah he definitely is um, oh speaking of Jane uh, we have a question from Jane Gumball hey. Hey. Um, that was not planned what- seriously or is it we mm. might never know no we know <laughs> but what are your aesthetic ambitions for the show what are you hoping to make the podcast vibe as you move forward i mean i i feel like the vibe has already been kind of set with what i tried to go for just kind of a a cool casual conversation to where like i just let artists gush about what they love and their passion more or less like i want the vibe i want to try to go for this is kind of a calm down version of like a late night show but dedicated to artists you know because like the late night shows they're they're all about like high energies like hey we got this incredible guest we got these incredible games with this stuff meanwhile i'm just like you know a little bit more calm down but i'm like hey i got this awesome person i'm gonna let them talk like give them basically the late night spotlight in podcast form. That's the kind of vibe I try to go with this. 
Uh, it does give off that type of vibe, I will say. And it, like I said this before, um, you just other thing again like your podcast allows like the artists like speaking for themselves and speaking for about their project and stuff and it's like it's it's not that it's so hard for like artists to not talk about their passion projects and stuff but it's also like you know it's like uh i don't know about like majority but i know for some people it's like uh some people wouldn't talk about their projects unless somebody asked them like hey what are you working on and then Mm -hmm. it's like the moment of opportunity just to talk about anything (laughs) (laughs) it's the most exciting thing you just no one would ever stop you the moment you start like talking about your stories there you go anything i mean you've been a guest on my (laughs) podcast i feel like i give that good vibe more than anything else just let you just go off about what you love yeah, I mean that it was um it was it it was new to me because it's like um I never had I never had uh, anyone interview me first of all um and then second I never had like um anybody like I I mean like I it's not I've never like talked about my stories or my art at all but it's like it's kind of the first time where like uh where someone gives me the opportunity to not express it to just one person but to whoever uh, the many is watching the the videos and stuff exactly i mean you, i hope it was a good experience more than anything else oh no yeah it was a it was a great experience for me and it definitely like gave me it, it gave me like the not confidence but it's Let's just say confidence for now. It gave me the confidence to like, uh, basic basically like be more chill, not not chill. I don't know what I'm saying, but it definitely was good for me. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Mhm. Um. Okay. Well, we have a question from Rebecca Hughes, aka The Art of Roost. There you go. I hope I pronounced that right. Yeah, you did. Um. Cool. Do you have any role models or people who inspire you to do what you do? Two for two different reasons. Um, the first one is the biggest one. That's because the guy is literally behind me and that's Tyler, the creator just with his attitude when it comes to creative ventures more than anything else, or his attitude just with life. It's kind of one of those, he's always just kind of had a, if you have something, just do it. Don't let anything hold you back. And that's something that I try to aspire with what I'm doing with this podcast, especially since I started this podcast. It's one of those, I've, I've wanted to have some sort of creative venture, and I feel like so far this has been the best way for me to do it. The other one, and this is more podcast related, is actually Christian Carrion, for the host of uh, Stranger Than Christian. Just the way that he can carry a conversation, the way that he leads a podcast with random strangers every week, if you haven't already listened, I highly recommend it. I appeared on an episode, for God's sakes. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> gave, you a, <laughs> gave you a major shout out on that episode. Thank you very much. Um, anyways, but the way that he carries a conversation and the way that he... The way that he can find a way to find something engaging out of literal strangers that he they only get like a couple of tidbits about themselves to him. And the fact that he can make that go for at least an hour long 
is something that I try to do with this podcast, although it's a lot more narrow because I'm going for just artists instead of random strangers. The fact that he can be able to do that on a weekly basis and it be engaging every single time I listen to it is something that I try to aspire for with this podcast every single week. So That's a great answer. I appreciate that. <laughs> do you have any role models? I know you um, do. I Of course I do. I mean, I mentioned them in my episode, but in case... Uh, in case for uh, those who have not listened to my episode of who my role models are. Which will be linked in the description, so you better go watch it. Thank you. Um, It is definitely, like, uh, definitely, like, uh, my friend, uh, Keep a Dog Lover 45. That's um, right. Yeah, she's, she's absolutely great and stuff like that. Um, She was, like, I've, I've said this so many times, and she knows the story about a billion times but i always say that she was literally the reason why i'm making art and animation as like um my career and like i've been like more focused on that with my life and stuff and it makes me happy and stuff because um again i was a business major wasn't happy and stuff and then like i encountered like keep us videos and i just like i i just like sense so much passion especially like even when it's just memes and stuff, you can tell that there's like a story going on. And when you look into the story, you're just like, wow, I love this. And you want to, it just makes you want to do something like that in the future. And that's what happened to me. It was just like, I want to, I want to do like what Kiba is doing, like just making stories and just making um, awesome animations and stuff like that. And the thing is like, what, what I like about her is that she, um, she she does things with practice um, and stuff, and she experiments. It's like she's never subtle with one thing. It's like for her, it's like each. Um, it, it's like everything that she makes is like always like a learning experience for her, and she never stops. You know. Oh, there you go. I mean, that's a good inspiration more than anything else, which you've yeah, already established I mean, before. <laughs> I mean, I gotta like repeat it and stuff. Um, shout out Kiba. But shout out to Kiba. Um, but yeah, and it's not even just her. It's like my many other friends as well that are technically my also role models as well. Like, um, I'll give shout outs um, to like um, Milk, uh, Milk Big, uh, Sister Sarley, and uh, Acidic Nitrum, uh, Lady Snowflake. Uh, god i'm i'm so sorry and um i there's there's many there's many others and stuff and i i wish if the episode was longer or if i'm given the permission to i i would list every like friend and stuff like that that i know of but it's definitely like um it's definitely like the friends i have and stuff that are like my role models and stuff because they make me into better people i'll tell you (laughs) I'll tell you what, I'll give you a future episode of something and then you can just shower with all the, the love and praise you want for all your friends. Pinky promise. Oh, cool. <laughs> Pinky promise. There you go. But, yeah, it's like, um, yeah, like, I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for, like, how lovely my friends are, including you um, and the many others, just because, like, um, I, I, 
like um for me it's like um it, it's uh, like i i've gone through like very like rocky and rough situations and stuff and sometimes i'm i'm like weird with like how i deal with like emotions and by weird i mean like just i get like sad and i it's hard to get me out of that state and stuff but then just like how lovely and patient my friends are it just makes me so grateful that i have them and then just like anytime like i need help whether it's like uh art wise or just like real life wise i have like my friends there to like point me in the right direction or just show me the way and i just um yeah i love them for that sorry i'm making it super <laughs> gush like but yeah those, those are my role models what's a good podcast without a little emotion am i right Anyway, but yeah. Uh, anywho, um, yeah, I love my friends. That's that. That's that's just the summary of it. But um, so let's uh, let's keep on trucking to uh, Amanda Hurt's question. What's one thing that you love about yourself? Oh damn! <laughs> it's well, deep. Guess we're gonna keep up the emotion train. Uh, no, <laughs> no. I, for me personally, it. Yeah, you know, yeah. For me personally, the one thing I love best about myself is the fact that I pride myself on how well I can get a conversation going with people. I, mm -hmm. I at least for me personally, it's one of those. I know for some people, they really struggle with like you know, I guess anxiety and all this different kind of stuff. And I understand that. And it's something that, you know, if that's something that you deal with, don't feel like you have to try to push yourself to be different. But for me, like, I appreciate the fact that with just about any situation, like, especially if it's with this podcast is a testament to that more than anything else. Like, don't get me wrong. There are some times where I'm very timid and very anxious to try to ask someone to be on my show. But that being said, like whenever it gets down to it, like if you look at the people that I've had in the past year or so or whatnot, and the fact that I've been able to have a good conversation with each and every single one of them should be a testament that the when it comes to me, like I love how well I can carry a conversation. That's what I love best about myself. Yeah. I mean, you do it so well and so naturally and everything. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's it's kind of like a talent in a way because I know I know some people that like kind of not podcast but let's say improv for example I know people that uh, do improv and sometimes it's like there's certain like games or activities where you have to like do like a a kind of like ongoing conversation and stuff and it's like do you stop midway or do you keep going and just see where it leads and stuff and with you, it's, like, very natural. You just know immediately what you need to say and everything. It's something I at least try to go for more than anything else. I mean, you do it so perfectly. Okay, now you're just trying to butter me up at this point. <laughs> you're a great listener. You're so great. I'm sorry, what'd you hey. say? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, you better be. <laughs> No, no, I, I really do appreciate you saying that. It, you know, again, it's just something that 
more like more than anything else, like that's the thing I love best about myself. I just hope that the feeling is mutual whenever I shower any of my guests with love. Cause I don't know how much of it is them like really appreciating what I'm telling them or part of them just being like, okay, I'm just you know, glad to be here more than anything else. It's a personal struggle. I'm probably overthinking it. I tend to overthink stuff a lot. So. I mean, never, there's never an issue about like overthinking mm-hmm. except when you overthink it. So wait, I, so I do need to overthink, or I need to don't think about it. Don't think about, but just don't think about. What do you love best about yourself, Maria? Tipsy. I almost twitched my eye on that. <laughs> no, wait, that's our time out. What do you love best about yourself, Tipsy? Never ask me in that. <laughs> 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 no, 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 seriously, what do you love best about yourself? Um, that is, I guess it's like, for me, I'm just, wow, it's the, that's a real struggle for me to say that. Um, well, one, I'm pretty. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um, but is it one or is it like, Oh, it has to be one thing. Right. I'm just like, hmm. Let me see. Like, like Actually, when you when you think of everything about yourself, what is the number one thing that you can always take pride in? Especially, like, be like, this is basically who I am. If you don't like this, you're not going to like me. Um, I guess it's like, for me, I just, like, um, I'm very, like, um... Sorry, that's such a struggle for me. Can, can, can I can I answer with the number one thing I like about you? Okay, you answer and then I'll give my answer. Your positivity when you have it. Like when it's there. More than anything else. Because your positivity is fucking infectious. It really is. I have that? Yes, you do. Like, don't deny it. Like, especially whenever you're enthusiastic and you're, like, on the ball and, like... You really want to, like, express some, like, love and stuff. Like, it gets me on board right off the bat because it is infectious. Oh, yeah. Um, I never thought of that. Um, like, it, I just, I don't know. That's just, like, a part of who I am. It's just, like, I, um, it, it's, like, if you show me something exciting or, like, somebody that I really like is talking to me and stuff or... I just like meeting uh, new people and stuff like that. I get, I yeah, I get happy and stuff like that. Why not? I uh, world needs to be a little bit more positive, if you ask me. But um, but besides that, I mean, yeah, I do like that about myself. But um, I guess in my perspective, I guess uh, the fact that I keep going. There you go. I. I I know there's a actual vocabulary word for that, but I'm not a dictionary. But <laughs> but what I love about myself is like um there's a lot of like turbulences another dictionary word I don't understand. But there's a lot of like uh, sorry, sorry. T- time out. Another dictionary word. You mean a word? <laughs> is it? <Yeah>. But, <laughs> 
but <laughs> yeah, it's um like there there's a lot of times where um where stuff don't go my way or there's just like rough situations that does come by and stuff and like yeah like I get sad or yeah I feel like you know the universe is like giving me the biggest middle finger but it's like for me I'm I never stop myself because it's like why should I you know like I'm not gonna like sit around and mope like forever and stuff like that and like you know if I'm still going and stuff like that then I need to keep going with whatever I'm doing whether it's just like whether it's just making my stories or whether it's just like me doing like side hobbies like just either singing or just like reading a book or just watching my favorite horror movie with Gary Busey as a ginger dead man <laughs> don't ask questions but <laughs> but either way I just I I love that like whenever I get sad like yes I'll be sad but I no matter what I just keep going I mean that's that's good to hear more than anything else that that's it it goes back to something that my dad has told me several times when it comes to life you either roll with it or it rolls over you and it's nice to know that you're really good at rolling with it no matter what life rolls at you I mean there are certainly times where I'm just like I don't want to roll with it anymore yeah but like but then part of other me is like what are you doing it's it i know it's like i i know like the again the universe is giving you the middle finger right now but like you can just give the middle finger back and just keep going or you can just sit there and just nothing and that's not what i want to do for the rest of my life i don't want to just sit around and do nothing yeah Exactly, exactly. I can't think of a better way to word it myself. Um, so we have a question from Super D. And the question is, tell me what is the number one thing you've learned about yourself while making this podcast? Has it helped with any self-discoveries? God, of course, D, the first like true guest. Although, thank you, Sal, for the pilot So Asking like the real number one question. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Ah, fuck. fuck. See, I tried. I'll give everyone a little behind the scenes. I saw all these questions beforehand. I was the one that put the list together for Maria. But, like, I I know, right? But, like, this question, like, really stumped me. Like, self-discoveries. You, I don't know if this is a self-discovery. I feel like... I feel like this podcast has made me truly appreciate communities a lot more than I ever had before and just how strong and how helpful and how willing a community can be. Cause like mm -hmm. I have been, I guess part of a community quote unquote, but like I've never been really invested in a community until being a part of the podcast, talking with these creators, being parts of their basically like friend groups and stuff like that, you know, getting help from them helping them where I can, if it's possible, you know, being a part, like a, a big one, shout out Jane Gumball for this one. Let me be a part of that server because most of the people in that server have been like the greatest people I've had an opportunity to talk with. And the fact that, you know, I'm part of it and 
there's a lot of good back and forth and there's a lot of good love, no pun intended, when it comes to Cupid stuff. Um, <laughs> the fact that there's a lot of that in this community, like, it made me truly appreciate what a community can be and how a community can help everyone grow at the end of the day. That's the biggest discovery when it comes to this podcast. For me, at least. You know, I... That's such a big, great answer and stuff like that. You probably, like... You gave such a big, brain answer. I don't even know how to, like, respond to that. Well, I'm not the one who made, who made the podcast and stuff like that. But... Um, has it helped with any self-discoveries? Um, well... I'm just a producer, so I just... <laughs> I, the most I do is just like, I go up to people and be like, Hey, do you want to be part of this show? I promise I'm not a crazy person. <laughs> I mean, you <laughs> are, but. <laughs> I am. But at least like, you're only getting mm, about 30% of it. <laughs> Damn, that's low. <laughs> yes, that's me being a professional and stuff like that. The moment you're, you are my friend, I will like. I will just grab you and be like, hey, 19th century kid, you want to watch a cartoon? <laughs> On the On television? The <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. We, we love our memes. Yes, yes, we do. But um, self-discovery-wise, I guess it's more of like, uh, I guess it's just the fact that I'm just so good at like, producing yeah and you, you, like you, you say that like half-heartedly but like you've legitimately helped this podcast like immensely like i i've said it before it's not like the podcast was lacking without you it's one of those i was still able to get guests but with what you've been able to help with this podcast help with it grow helping me out not just with getting random people on the podcast but helping out with the aesthetic with some of the merch shop stuff with uh the like and the the title cards or whatnot, the uh, thumbnails that you've been able to help out with, and whenever you bail my ass out, whenever I need some questions and such, you've been a major help for this podcast that I could not have asked for, straight up. Like I'm not again, I'm I'm being a hundred percent genuine when I say that this podcast would not be the same without you. Aw, that's so sweet. It's gonna make me cry some lemonade. Good cry. <laughs> oh, throwback. <laughs> throwback. <laughs> I, I wanted to be the one to say that to you, but I guess I could be that. I guess this is called payback. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess that's... There you go. Um, we have a question from Alex Borori from the Wildcard crew. And the question is, where do you think you'll be in 50 years? And do you think you'll still be making art? If yes, in what way? Uh, okay. 50 years from now, I'm hoping I'm still making art in one aspect for another. Because 50 mm -hmm. years from now, I'll be 75. Holy crap. Um <laughs> <laughs> but I'm hoping if I'm not making art, I'm hoping that I'm at least inspiring art. I know the number one way would probably be like the filmmaking route, which I still need to like buckle down and get done at some point. But 
I feel like at least when it comes to the podcast, like the ultimate, the the ultimate penultimate dream for me would be to make this not just the postmodern art podcast, but the postmodern art productions. Like straight up, yes, I know, right? Um, how original? No, uh, but like, I want to be able to like set up a studio to where like these incredible creators, if they have amazing ideas, I want to give them the space to where they can go forth and make that concept of reality in one aspect for another. Like that, that is like a good penultimate goal to help them, like give them what they help them with what they need, and get to the point to where like we are creating some of the biggest stuff out there, whether it be music, whether it be animation, whether it be, you know, just art in general. I want to be able to help foster that, that if I am still making art at the age of 75, that is the biggest way that, and hopefully still like talking to incredible artists who aren't creeped out by a 75 year old guy. That That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm even alive at the age seventy five, Jesus Christ! You just come up and you just come up in like one of those like hospital beds and be like, "You want to make a cartoon on the television?" No, no, just be like, "Hey, hey, sweetie, you want to talk on my podcast?" Oh God, that is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was so creepy. No, what? That was the old man Nathan trying to. You know, I was like, "You want a piece of candy?" <laughs> God, um, I apologize. That should not have been uttered. I might edit that out. I probably won't. Oh, please do. Please do. Okay. Um. I guess, uh, well, I, I, again, um, uh, back to the episode of mine, um, where I talk about where I'd be in 50 years and stuff like that. I am hoping, um, that, I mean, same as, same as you, I hope to, like, someday make a, uh, make a studio and stuff like that where, um, my friends can make, like, awesome, like, ideas for, like, their cartoon shows and then also including mine where, I make um, the evil little thing as an actual like animated series, and um, maybe like Cupid Stupid as either like a musical movie or a musical animated series. Who knows? But I I want that to be an actual thing, but more for like the East Coast location because I think we need more studios in the East Coast. Yes, absolutely. I'm hey. I'm telling you, move down to technically Atlanta, you know, Georgia. That's still part of the East Coast. Come down to Atlanta. We'll make a studio. We'll get shit rolling. Yeah, but don't you think it would be also nice if we have one in Jersey? Why not both? Oh. Yeah, why not both, actually? (laughs) In 50 years, I'll have two studios. I'm one-upping you. (laughs) Well, one of them's going to be named after you, okay? Let's be honest. I can't have one named after me. That's just not. That's just. That's just so cliche ish, okay? Try me. <laughs> I have no clever response to that. Because I'm just so. I'm just like, man. If only I had my jello shot right now. <laughs> uh, there we go. But, um, but yeah, I'm hoping that that's a thing I'll be in 50 years. And if I'm 
actually I'm still making art and doing like more stories. Yeah. But um but yeah. Uh there you go. Um oh so we have this uh last question from Magpie. Hi. So here's my questions for your interview. So um, with all the questions and answers that you got from all your guests, etc., across all the episodes, um, was there anything that someone told you that made me change, that made you change, like the way you viewed life or the way you were continuing your project, or like has anything had like an impact, I guess, on like the way you function and stuff? So yeah, that's it. Bye. Has any interview impacted you or changed your perspective in life? Hmm. Oh goodness. See, the the issue with that is I can't just answer that with one because just about every single episode has done that. Like straight up. Like thinking back with like like the first episode Super D talking about how he grew up in basically, you know, the worst place a black person could grow up in, like the fact that he was able to to get past that and survive and thrive and do incredible stuff. Left at London uh, hearing her story and like the stuff that she had to go through when it comes to making her stuff. Uh, even magpie in this question, like the fact that she went out of her way to make art for someone just to get them back into art. Like that's something that inspires me. You know, the, the people that I've had on that have like these incredible concepts and like hearing these stories, like every, every single story impacts me in a different way because it helps me like, realize someone's life a little bit differently i mean i could keep going what was it uh artsy grandpa uh like hearing how much of a responsibility it is on them to have this like big community that they have my emerald tears good lord that person is that 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 one hit like a freight train like hearing their story and like the stuff that they struggle with like both in their circumstances and also with what's going on in their body. Like that is a testament more than anything else. Um, yeah. Not a respect to my Emerald tears. Exactly. Even your story tipsy, the fact that you like gave up basically everything that could have had you at least on a, like a good comfortable path to go with your passion more than anything else. That's fucking inspirational. I don't care what anyone fucking says the, the all these different stories that I get to hear and like, what they put themselves through, what they love, and the fact that they want to do this more than anything else, each new story inspires me and impacts me every individual way. That's why this podcast is more or less like it's an honor to even chat with anyone because hearing their stories is so impactful. Yeah. It's, uh, what I uh, Here's the thing that kind of reminds me back to like um to uh my days and like trying to get into an art school i remember there was like this one interview question about like oh uh tell us about your tell us about your art journey and what got you into art and the thing was you're not allowed to say oh i always loved art as a child because that's the cliche answer and it was like well why why am I not allowed to like answer that? Because you guys want like the most spectacular like story of like somebody that you haven't heard this type of story before. Like everybody might have start off the same. There but 
it's never the same story right throughout this journey you can't just tell somebody like like say for example singing wise like oh um i never love like uh i hated singing at first but then i love it uh the moment i i mean i'm, I'm sure that somebody's journey and stuff like but every person that's probably going to tell you is being like oh i always loved music as a child or oh i always loved singing as a child but throughout my journey and stuff xyz happened and then xyz happened and here i am now and that's that's amazing about another thing about your podcast too it's like every time you ask the the journey question it's always so interesting hearing from everybody as uh everybody's different like journeys and stories of like how they got to be where they are or if they're currently trying to get where they need to be yeah 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 i can't think of a better way to word it honestly that you nailed it around the head really yeah straight up (laughs) impressive even for me (laughs) (laughs) Do, do you have an episode personally that has like impacted your life hmm well, I will say the episode that impacted me and my perspective in life is definitely like David because, really? uh, yeah, because interesting enough, like he grew up in, he, he kind of like, he grew up in Jersey and I grew up in Jersey. And the thing was, it was like, it was, there was something he said that was so interesting um, because he mentioned about like how character design as a job is like very hard and stuff like that, but he never like he never gave that up because um, because like yes, some people will say that you know the um, the most demanding jobs in animation industry wise is like storyboarders or like prop designers. Um, those are the most demanding, um, don't quote me on that, but, um, (laughs) they can always go back to David Pasquale's episode. They really want to know. Yeah. But, um, but he chose to stay as character design because it's what he loves to do. And he, he, he tackles on it, um, very well, even if like, because the the chances of character design, uh, it, it is, it is it is the toughest field to get into. It is the toughest um, role in the animation industry to get into because like um, it's very it's very competitive because everyone is talented when it comes to like making characters and stuff. Oh yeah. But it doesn't mean it won't happen for someone, and it doesn't mean like um, what you do isn't good and stuff. It's just not at that moment in that project, but it doesn't mean you should give up what you what you love to do and you shouldn't like let it go just because you don't have like that job if that makes any sense i mean it makes sense to me i i i know what you're getting (laughs) well good um but but yeah it kind of like made me really think it's like um because throughout my time it's like um I've been like trying to get into like um, roles and stuff in the animation industry, and I have like I have had times where I have um, 
uh, struggles and stuff like that because it's like I don't even because I I know what I love to do but then I pushed it to the side because it's like a lot of people tell me like it's very hard to get into and it's not um like like character design for example like especially for like um especially for somebody that like me that likes to design like creatures and then monsters and stuff mm -hmm. it's not the most demanding job um but it is something that i love to do and i still i still keep going with it because like it's something that i love and maybe someday in the future um someone will notice that and probably will hire me but even if it doesn't happen at least i'm doing something what i love to do there you go there you go now i know we've been going through all these different questions and stuff tipsy do you have any questions for me personally didn't i just ask you one in the beginning oh yeah you did i didn't know if you had any I... other ones <laughs> but i i guess like my questions for you is like if you didn't have this podcast where would you be damn okay we're going deep well no it's honestly i would be without this podcast i would just be a depressed mope more than anything else like i made this podcast i made this podcast to give me a creative venture and i would have found some other way with some different creative venture to try to fulfill it but i felt like this was the best one for me i maybe would have tried like making gaming videos or something like that, or maybe trying to edit gaming videos. Cause I, I love watching, you know, YouTubers like I am wildcat and such. That's why I brought some of their thumbnail artists on the podcast. Shout out Kiori and little hypno. Um, but you know, I, 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 at, at the very least, if I didn't have this podcast, I would probably be just, you know, creatively unfulfilled going through my, job and all the bullshit that goes with that so yeah yeah um well you answered that yeah. but well here's another question okay oh well were you gonna say something well i you know we've, you've been asking me questions or whatnot but you're as much a part of this podcast as i am so well, I, i'm not a special guest right i'm the most but this is the 50th episode in the one-year celebration of the Postmodern Art Podcast. I feel like it'd be the service to ask you at least one question that isn't on that sheet. Okay. that's Well, you didn't have to say from this sheet, okay? You could just pretend it's like the imaginary, like, oh, Tipsy knows what she's actually doing. For right, 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 right. From, you know, the, the empty head that you had. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I will, I will hunt you down. But my question for you is, as a producer of this podcast, what has been the highlight for you since you've been helping me out? Oh, um, the highlight for me is like literally whenever someone just immediately says like, yes, I want to be in the podcast without me. Like, because like I'm always surprised of like the type of guests I would bring into the podcast and them saying yes. It's like. It's like, wow, I I did that, you know? And then, like, when an interview happens and stuff like that, it's like, wow, I can't believe I did that. Um, 
I feel that on a weekly basis. <laughs> like the fact that this random person who is so much better than me, or at least got so much more amazing things going on, and they probably don't need to spend the time to talk to me. The fact that I still get to talk to them, that's an achievement for me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I, I like, like my biggest achievements is like the ones that, um, it's it's just so many that I have asked and stuff, and I'm very excited for like this is the 50th episode. But once this 50th episode passed, like, um, I will say like, um, I do love like the guests that I have like asked and stuff and that brought in and stuff, and those are my achievements. And also my another achievements is definitely the ones that are coming up after the 50th episode. Yes. <laughs> I figured you would have at least said either your own personal interview or the Will Wood interview that you got to be a part of as a highlight for you. Just say. Well, well, I I do love the Will Wood one because like <laughs> that is definitely like that that yeah that, I am proud of that one and stuff like that. But I it, it's not just him; it's just like everyone else in general that I have asked in a part of the podcast. Like, um, I am so sorry for um mispronouncing um this person's name but um it's uh imalu or um they're the one with the with the plague doctor comic oh 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 uh idolomanticus yeah yeah like you know (laughs) you know like somebody like this artist like you know, people have, like, lives going on, or, like, they're too, you know, they're too, like, busy or too, way too important to, like, dump into, like, a podcast and stuff, and then, like, when they say, like, yes, I want to talk and stuff like that, I'm just, like, wow. Like, (laughs) I'm, like, wow! (laughs) Every time I hear about somebody wanting to be a part of it and then they actually get excited and genuinely like enthusiastic about it yeah yeah i mean that was that 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 was the feeling i was also having whenever i was getting the guests as well like again going back to like my most memorable episode the fact that before you even knew about the podcast i got the guy that helped develop my childhood the guy that has worked on stuff like teenage mutant ninja turtles the original series sonic the hedgehog uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse, The Boondocks, and Class 3000, among many other things that he has had a hand in. The fact that he was like, yeah, I want to be on your podcast. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And, like, that excitement that you get whenever you get just about any of the guests that you've gotten on or whatnot, trust me, I feel the same thing when I'm sitting down and talking to these incredible people. It's like, holy shit, I got a chance to talk to this person. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's it's the most it, it's the greatest feeling and stuff and it's even a greater feeling when like you just hear them and they're they're just such amazing people outside and inside you know exactly egg mm-hmm. exactly do we have any more questions um you know i don't think so i'll tell you what we, yeah double check maybe <laughs> well oh you know what let me see um I'll, oh I'll, I'll tell you what take a minute to look for sure i i, I want to say a few things to the audience real quick okay yeah sure um i want to say real quickly obviously like i said before for the people um 
for the people that have been sticking with this since the the pilot episode with South, I want to personally say thank you so so much for sticking through all this stuff, through this this weird and random year of me just simply talking to artists because it's really amazing to have you guys like support me more than anything else. Like it's already incredible enough that I get to talk to these people. I I'm not taking anything away from that, but the fact that I have you guys support me just about every single episode, every single week, you know, or maybe just even for a one-time thing, listening to your favorite artist. The fact that I have you guys being a part of that helps. It's really touching more than anything else to know that there are people out there that love this as much as I do. Because I I thought I was the only one looking for this kind of stuff. I, I thought I was the only person that wanted to know more about the artists that I love. But I know that there are more people out there that want that kind of stuff, whether it be for themselves or whether it be for the artists that they absolutely love and enjoy. You know, like I said, this podcast was created as more or less a way for me to help out with this creative venture. Um, and the fact that I've been able to do it for a year now and the fact that I get to keep that I plan to keep doing this thing for a long while after. Trust me, I'm not slowing down. I swear. I say that just about every single time. The people that have been right by my side, the people that have watched just about every single episode, Mom, I love you. I know you're watching this episode. <laughs> Trust me, you're... I literally... Mom, I'm telling you this personally. I literally tell guests whenever you give them the stamp of approval. Like, whenever you comment on the YouTube videos and let them know, hey, I love this guest, or this guest is incredible, you are officially, like, the standard when guests come on the podcast. Like, if I, if I know you love it, I know it's a good episode. Um, but past mom, for everyone else that listens to the podcast and keeps showing love and support in one aspect or another, I cannot do this without you. Um, and... Tipsy, I also want to say I literally cannot do this without you. Straight up. Um, I've already showered you with a bunch of praise, but I'm going to shower you with a bunch more because it's my podcast. I do what I want. Um, okay. But, but like I said before, you know, the podcast was doing its thing before you came on board. But literally since you've been a part of this, it has been elevated to a whole different level than I had ever anticipated for for it to be with the look that you help bring to it, the diversity of guests that you help bring on and help this podcast grow in one, one aspect for another. I don't think this podcast would be as successful as it was, or this podcast wouldn't be as interesting as it was if you didn't have your hand in helping make this something absolutely above and beyond. Thank you for dealing with me and helping me make this something else because I love this podcast. I love every little aspect of it. It's it's the thing that I take the most pride in out of everything else that I've done. And I've been to college. Um <laughs> but the fact that this podcast is just something else I I I can't thank you guys enough. I can't thank you enough, Tipsy. thank you for making the podcast in the first place and like having and just always being so open to like the different types of artists that be coming in and stuff just different levels of experience and just different 
and just different medias in the general and stuff. It's it's very hard to find like that type of podcast and such where it's not just like um big big name like artists and stuff. It's it can also be like somebody that has yet to be discovered yet or just someone who is just um just just never heard of in general and it's such a it's such a lovely podcast for um for just everyone to be a part of and whether it is the guest or just the viewer and such it's 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 so great and i want to say thank you for thank you for like making this podcast and thank you for being you know, one of the best hosts in my opinion, and my opinion's very superior. <laughs> like, <laughs> thank you for being a wonderful, uh, not wonderful. Thank you for being a super amazing host. Well, and thank you for being a super amazing producer. And I also, I forgot to put this part of the emotional part, but also thank you to all the guests that have been on for the first year alone. Jesus Christ. The conversations that I've had with you are ones that I cherish and I talk about every opportunity that I get. Um, Super D, you agreed to be on the podcast, made me realize, like, helped solidify that I need to do this podcast, even when there wasn't a podcast in the first place. I remember I made a little list of people that I wanted to appear on the podcast, and you were one of the first people to reply. I cannot thank you enough for that. Um, Left at London, Nat. I admire you like in so many different aspects and the fact that you wanted to be on this podcast. Thank you so much. Um, Sarah, Serval, Sarah Fisher, or whatever you want, whatever you go by these days. Um, your insight was absolutely outstanding. Um, I, there are so many people that I could be thanking for this. I'm sure if you like every single podcast episode that I've had in the past, if you've been on the podcast, I cannot thank you enough seriously like you you helped make this a reality because as much as it could just be me yelling into an empty void talking about how much i love stuff that's 90 percent of the year and as is but the fact that you wanted to help with this when you probably didn't need this in the first place <laughs> the fact that you wanted to be a part of this i cannot thank you enough to each and every single guest. And of course that goes for you too, Tipsy. I, I cannot thank you enough. No. can make me I'm not gonna say it. But I wasn't going to say it, I already made the joke. You're good. <laughs> well, I I was gonna, I was just like holding back my tears and stuff like that. Just being like it, it feels it feels way too real that we made it to like the fiftieth episode. So I know, right? And we still, and, and we're still going too. <laughs> going, so you know, here's to making, here's to like making it to a hundred or even more. And wait till you see what we have planned for one hundred. <laughs> oh yeah, wait till you see what a hundred is like. <laughs> uh, anyways, but, did you you by chance find any other questions? Right. Oh um. Oops. Uh, let me see. Uh oh. Oh, you know, speak of left at London, um that they they're actually like the last question. Oh. Oh, was it is it an audio one or something like that? Um yeah, it's an audio one actually. Oh. Okay, well let's play it. 
Hello, this is Left at London with just a casual question for your show. Uh, what do you think happens when we die? Now, remember, uh, if you answer this incorrectly, I will execute you live on the show. Oh, oh, um, yeah, that's that's a that's a heavy hitting question and a very loaded threat. So, what happens when we die? Ugh, good lord. Um, wow. Uh, I guess I'm. Uh, ooh. Jesus Christ, I know I said you guys can ask anything, but good lord. Alright. Um, okay. When you die, what happens? Hey everyone, Salvador Salcido here. I was in the pilot episode of the Postmodern Art Podcast. You can go ahead and check that one out. Everything went wrong. It was great. So, um... Nathan actually answered that question wrong from Left at London, so Left at London killed him. Very sad, very tragic, you're forever in our hearts, Nathan. Anyway, he'll be back with a new episode next week, so stick around until then. Hasta luego, mis amigos. Thanks for listening to the Apocalypse Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, go to apocalypsepodcastnetwork.com. And remember, every time you support one of our sponsors, you're supporting the podcast you just heard.